there. Thank you for listening to Healthy Your Potty from Body and Soul with me, your host, Felicity Harley. Hey, you've heard of the hot girl walk, right? Well, what about the hot girl meditation or mindfulness walk? Yoga and meditation teacher, writer and co-founder of Flow States Studios, Emma Maidman, joins me via Zoom from Byron Bay to talk us through exactly well, how to do a mindfulness walk. We'll lose the hot girl bit. Oh, you can have it if you want. Oh, and if you like what you hear from Emma, she's up on Extra Healthy-ish, where she will give you a lesson in breath work. Just search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Emma, welcome to Healthy-ish uh, from Byron Bay. What's It's been raining. It's still raining out there. Look, it's been nice all week, but it definitely is raining again today, which is not ideal, but hopefully tomorrow the sun comes back out. Well, I hope it does too. And you know what? I hate talking about weather, but I feel like Byron, you're just being smashed by weather. So I have to ask everyone who, who lives there to how the weather is. But anyway, from weather to hot girl walk. Well, we're not really going to talk about the hot girl walk, but we do well basically we were talking listeners off air that the hot girl walk is really just a mindfulness walk emma talk to us about this yeah so the trend originated on tiktok and you'll have to remind me who the lady was who invented it but there's like hundreds and thousands of videos of people doing what is called a hot girl walk essentially um you think of everything you're grateful for how hot you are and then you list your goals so it's kind of, I guess, a more TikTok version of a mindfulness walk. And there's so many different ways that you can do a mindfulness walk. I mean, you could take your f- shoes off and walk, you know, heel and toe super slowly and make it this really slow kind of like Qigong Tai Chi style energy, slow, mindful meditation walk. Or you could just simply be really present as you walk and as you take in nature or whatever it is around you. So the premise of a hot girl walk, as much as it kind of sounds like, I don't know, I think some people maybe get a bit of an eye roll at that or they're like, I want to be a hot babe walking. What does that mean? Does that mean (laughs) I strut like Beyonce or something? (laughs) It's like, yeah, girl, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Um, But essentially, you know, when we're out walking in nature, has an amazing effect on our nervous system. It's really, really calming being outside, going for a walk, and then thinking of things that you're grateful for that starts to focus your mind on those things. So you're not sitting around thinking like all these negative things about yourself and everything that's wrong with your life. You're focusing on having an attitude of gratitude, thinking of, yeah, I'm grateful for the sunshine. I'm grateful for my life, for my job, like whatever it is for you, that starts to shift and lift your mood. And then if you're thinking about the same kind of premise, how hot you are, again, you're not having that negative self-talk. We often, I mean, women are shocking for this. We look in the mirror and we pick ourselves apart. We notice all the things, you know, I'm a, I'm a breastfeeding mama and I have one boob that is in my eyes, ginormous and one boob that is tiny. And my husband is like, babe, no one notices. And I'm like, I notice. It's like the only thing I see when I put on a top. (laughs) But like if I focus my attention and my energy on that, that creates almost like poison in my body, right? So coming back and focusing on those things, like 
in a hot girl walk, how hot you are, the things that you love about yourself. It's really, really powerful for shifting your internal psyche. And then the final part of that is thinking about your goals. So again, you're getting that future focus into like what's the direction you're walking in rather than lamenting on the past. It's like, okay, cool. These are my new goals and this is what I'm physically walking towards as I do this walk. So last night I went for a walk and normally I have my earpods in and I thought, no, I'm interviewing Emma tomorrow. I'm going to try this on. I'm going to try and do this mindfulness. Well, I didn't really do the hot girl walk, but anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> it was really hard. How can you, can you talk us through how to actually do one? I mean, my mind was going everywhere. I was looking at all the other, well, it was looking at the people walking, the dogs, and then I was, you know, thinking about this podcast and I mean, it's really tricky. So we have over 70,000 thoughts a day. I don't know exactly how they've measured that, but that's the number. It's around that amount, which is a lot, right? So our brains are constantly distracted and our minds are designed for thinking. Like our brain's job is to think about how to get from here to there, how to do this, how to do that. And now we live in an age where we've got headphones in and we've got multiple screens going. You know, we're doing one work thing on this, one thing on there, talking to our child, texting on the phone. Our brains are just like, ooh, going in 600 million directions. And then we get out in nature and we think, okay, cool, I'm going to take my headphones out and I'm going to try and be mindful. And your brain's like, all the things. So it takes practice, firstly, to constantly bring yourself back. And this is why, you know, in meditation, for example, you might use the breath or you might use um, a mantra or a sound or something like that that you're working with. When you're out doing a walk, you can pick something to, to focus in on. So choose one of your senses is a really nice way to come back of like, what can I smell in this moment? What am I seeing in this moment? And all you're trying to do is cultivate this sense of witnessing. So rather than being like, dog, this, distracted, da-da-da, it's when you notice that you've kind of gone on that tangent and suddenly, you know, you, your head's in what you're doing tomorrow. It's coming back to, oh, what can I see? What can I feel? What can I smell? What do I taste? Like bringing in that curiosity of the senses is a really nice way to anchor yourself back. And then you might not start to notice over time, it gets easier the more that you do mindfulness practices, that it becomes quicker to bring yourself back, more effortless. Um, and then you're able to stay in that present moment for like that, just that little bit longer. You're not thinking about the podcast that you're recording tomorrow. You're actually noticing the flower or you're noticing how beautiful it is that, you know, the water is lapping in the ocean if you're walking by the sea or something like that. You start to notice that you become immersed in your environment and you're reminded that you're not, you know, you're not separate from nature. You're a part of nature. It's all these other things that we have that distract us from that. So coming back to the senses is a really great tip as a way to start when you notice your mind's gone in a thousand different directions. And is it better to be in nature? What about if we live in the middle of a city? Look, there's a lot of healing that comes from being in nature. There's this term biophilia, which essentially is about, you know, being in nature, the healing power of nature and reminding us that we're not separate from that. You know, it's it's in our DNA, it's in our biology to be in connection with the world around us. That being said, if you live in a city, city and working on walking on a treadmill is your only option, you know, you can still do this practice. You can still be with your breath. Notice how your breath moves when you walk. Are you <laughs> panting in and out of your mouth? Can you slow it down? Could you breathe into your belly? You can find a way to be mindful within that. But if you have the option to, you know, even if it's just getting outside and walking around a park within a city, 
just being able to be in nature is so healing for your nervous system. It really, really helps you regulate. Even if you're not noticing the tree, the tree's noticing you. Like it's helping you without you necessarily needing to really do anything other than just be in it. Tell us a favourite place that you've done a mindfulness walk in the world. I mean, it can be in Australia or outside. Where is somewhere that's, you know, you've done it and you've thought, wow, I really feel cleansed or healed or or wonderful? I get that a lot doing, it's very cliche, but doing the lighthouse walk here in Byron. It's something that I do all the time. And so it's very easy to, for, to not be mindful because you know when the steps are coming, when the challenging hill is coming, and you can just go into autopilot. But when you actually stop for me and I look out and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's dolphins and there's whales and look at all this incredible nature that's around me. I feel this sense of immense gratitude for where I live and where I am in the world right now. And you know, I've done this practice a lot when I travel. I think it's a really beautiful way to take in an environment because often when we travel somewhere, we can be like, okay, I'm going to do this walk, then I'm going to go have breakfast here. And I'm going to, you know, you're constantly thinking four steps ahead rather than being like, this is where I am right now in the world. This is amazing. What can I see? What can I observe? What can I take in through my senses? It's such a beautiful gateway to feeling more mindful and connected. Absolutely. Emma, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. Thanks for having me. Oh, that Byron Bay Lighthouse Walk is stunning. It's beautiful. Imagine doing that every day. But what about you? Do you have a favourite walk? Have you tried the mindfulness walk and hey felt hot afterwards why not well go on give it a go i'm gonna try it again tomorrow fingers crossed my mind can stay a bit more focused this time if you want more from Emma, she's of course up on extra healthy-ish talking about breath work if you want more from us you know where to go bodyandsoul.com.au we are on social media and there are plenty of other episodes of this podcast healthy-ish or of course our big sister one extra healthy-ish and Anyway, thank you for tuning into this one and we would be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Hey, also share this episode with a friend. Thank you. And until next time you listen, stay healthy-ish. I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.